Yes, welcome. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast, the only place in the world where we love everybody, we make fun of everything, and we just some jolly motherfuckers because it is Christmas. We made it another year down. Another one gone. We're all just heading closer to our demise. Is that how we're going to start it off? No, we're not. And is God going to send us another son of his to kind of clarify some shit and straighten some shit out and give us some answers to this shit? This is going to be an episode where I say shit 400 times. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, I haven't pooped right in like four weeks, but it's okay. When do I ever? Who does ever? We're Americans. We eat a bunch of overprocessed crap and then uh, messes with our system. Our system, system, system. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. This is the holiday episode special, but we're going to call it the Christmas special because I want to be sure to offend as many people as I can. I am stuck in Arizona and I can't get home to Texas for Christmas. Um, it was kind of a little dangerous because the weather was very, very, very cold and I was having some car trouble. So I didn't want to break down in West Texas and literally fucking die in the desert of being cold. All right. If I'm going to die in the desert, I want it to be a heat exhaust exhaustion, not because I'm freezing cold and I didn't even bring a fucking jacket. Um, but yeah, I was, I had my hood popped yesterday. I was at this one Airbnb that I was staying at that completely broke my heart when I first checked in there, but I'll talk more about that in a second. But I had my hood popped and I was looking at my engine and then uh, this is right when I realized when it, when it hit me, it's like, I'm not going to be making a home to Christmas with my family. And then these two Jewish guys, you know, full on Jew curls walked by and he was like, excuse me, sir, are you Jewish? And I was like, guys, this is really, <laughs> this is really not a good time. And no, I'm German. All right. And my car's blown up and I can't make it home to my other German family in Texas to eat schnitzel. So how do you think I'm feeling right now? You think I want to talk about the fucking religion of Judaism right now? No, I don't. I want to get home for crema. But it's okay. They were nice. I didn't actually say any of that. I said, no, gentlemen, thank you. It's not a good time, but bless you. But in my head, I was like, fuck off, Jew. But, you know, why would I ever say that? Um, and it's not because they were Jewish. I wanted them to fuck off. I just want them to fuck off because I was trying to fix my fucking car. Dude, read the room, bro. <laughs> I just got off a cruise ship with just the biggest fucking retards. You can imagine all these people from Oklahoma with their fat rolls hanging out, going down the water slides, just plugging them up. The Nebraskans complaining. The This one guy was throwing it. He was on the boat for like five minutes. He's throwing a temper tantrum. He's telling one of the poor staff people, some like little Filipino lady, that he's going to call the Coast Guard because he can't read the arrows right. How are you going to be that mad on vacation, huh? Want to talk around all these Jamaicans? What's that Kanye lyric? How are you going to be mad on vacation? But, uh... God, I've been listening. Uh, I've been listening to Kanye again just because all the controversy and maybe he did it on purpose, but God, his music is just so fucking good. And it's with the older I get because when I was younger and I was a musician, I would kind of take music for granted. I'd be like, oh, I can do that. Um, like I had so much ego in it. Now I listen to certain songs. Like I was listening to all of the, all of the lights and it just dawned on me how good of a fucking song that is and that he's actually so involved with all the production because most rappers they'll just go buy a beat and they'll go in the booth and they'll start spitting some I fuck a bitch in the ass and the mouth but this guy just just he's a complete control freak over everything every little string every little yada yada and he's just very um 
you know, he's a genius, but the problem is he knows that he's a genius. Um, but yeah, I haven't been home since September. I've been on the road and it's been fun. It's been fun not being home, but now that I can't be home, it's messing with me. You know, it's the law of attraction or whatever you want to call it. Now that I can't be home, I'm very sad. Like my aunt just sent me pictures of her and the fam all hanging out. They're getting all fucked up. And uh, I'm sitting in this Airbnb by myself. And when it first dawned on me that I wasn't gonna be able to make it home, I went and got this other Airbnb. But then I told myself, well, I'll at least make myself a nice Christmas dinner and I'll write on my book. I'll go out and because I've, I've just been a complete degenerate. I've been driving back from California. I left on like last Sunday and then uh, I went to go to try to go see Joshua Tree, but I really didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. Just a big park and like I recently went to the Grand Canyon. So I said, fuck it and I like instantly turned around and um, headed towards Palm Springs and I stayed kind of where they have Coachella. I stayed at this bunk little hotel where I thought I was going to die and somebody was going to kill me. But um, then God, I've been just fucking everywhere, dude. But the night before I stayed at this hotel in Long Beach, I was just super loud with these kids just screaming. Basically, I haven't had a good night's sleep until last night for like weeks because I was on the cruise ship and there was this Indian family next to me and I had, I had last minute room an internal cabin because um, I didn't know if I was actually going to be able to go on this cruise or not. But so I ended up being able to go got a ticket through a travel agency. They had some rooms booked. So I had one of these rooms that was like a connector room that usually a family would get and one family would have one or the other. So it's basically just a, a door separating the two rooms and they had this little kid next door and just the whole time I was like eh, eh, the whole time and I get that children cry. Okay, I'm not one of these people that gets mad at like a baby on an airplane because I'm sure the parent would rather have their kid shut up too. I'm not one of these super impatient people with children because I've never had children. I don't know what goes into it and I I, I don't know, dude. You know, I think as this society we need to be more patient with crying kids and shit like that. Because like I said, I doubt the parent is enjoying it. But these people Oh my God, this kid. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this kid, dude, because this kid would not shut up and they weren't doing anything about it. So I didn't know if they were like going out partying at night and just leaving the kid alone and it was scared in this dark room by itself. I don't know if that's what was happening, but no, they were there the whole time because then I eventually had to put my my big pasty German ear on the door and I would I would listen, but then the dad would just be like, oh, what? He, he wasn't even trying to comfort the kid or anything. The kid would just be like full on crying all night. And then during the day, like anything they would ask the kid, like you want to go eat some ice cream? The kid would be like, ice cream. The kid just would not stop whining. It couldn't talk in a normal voice. Everything would be like, be like you want to put on your pants? Be, yeah, put on my pants. Your pants. It was just the most unhappy, miserable child ever. I've never wanted to punch a fucking baby before, dude. But if I would have had the opportunity, if literally, if I could have gotten away with it and nobody was looking, I would have kicked this child, dude. Not in the face, maybe, but just <laughs> like if the kid, <laughs> like if the kid was walking down the narrow corridor, I definitely would have kicked it in its back, dude. Like a fucking, uh, <laughs> like a penalty kick in soccer. I would just ran up and just fucking kicked him in the back, dude. Like now you got something to cry about, bitch. I'm kidding, dude. I'm totally kidding. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm worked up. I can't be home for Christmas. Let me have some jokes. All right. 
I wouldn't abort this child at six years old. And that's the thing. This kid wasn't a baby. It was like six or seven. And it was still there's all time. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, dude. Get a job. Life is hard. Grow up. You're on a cruise. I know your parents stink of curry, but it's okay. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of abortions, uh, Amfest was just happening. You guys know what that is? Amfest, Charlie Kirk's big rager, where he has all these young, attractive people stay in hotels near each other and go to a big rah 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 convention, and then uh, they talk about you know being virtuous right wingers. But then all these attractive, young, like minded people go back to their hotels drunk. And what do you think happens, huh? What do you think happens when you get a bunch of young, attractive people who are drunk surrounding each other? Oh, you think they're, they're going to sleep with Bibles in their hands? Talking about how good of a leader Charlie Kirk is? Who, by the way, only ever argues with the most retarded college kids to ever walk this earth? I was, just in, I was in Tempe for two nights, fucking college girls, and I can tell you right now, they are stupid. And these are the smart ones. These are the smart ones that like are even a little bit jaded in life that can't make it home for the holidays and they have jobs and stuff. He's arguing with the blue haired fucking mental patient, gender study people. This, I don't know, dude, Charlie Kirk is a cancer to the world straight up. <laughs> He's the new Bill O'Reilly. He's the new Bill O'Reilly uh, that hasn't raped anybody yet or something. I don't know, dude, but for sure, you get all these conservative girls that go to these things. When I say these things, I mean specifically Amfest and all these very ultra online persona conservative people, which they're not really, okay? None of them are. And I'm not telling you this out of speculation. I'm telling you this out of full knowing, all right? All the guys are fucking drug addicts and all the bitches put out. You don't believe me? You don't have to, but I'm telling you because I don't care. What the fuck do I have to lose, dude? It's not like Charlie. Charlie Kirk is paying me. <laughs> He's such a dork, dude. He's such a fucking dork. And they're like, oh, we will never give an inch. No, you know, life is about compromise, dude. Life is about compromise. If you can't compromise, you're, you're just nothing. And that's what these people at the top, they want the divide. They want the divide so they can keep profiting. It makes good content and content pays very well. You're literally just making money out of thin air, dude. So of course they just want a bunch of division. That's what they do. Sleigh bells are ring, ding, ding, a ling, ding, na, 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 na. My aunt just sent me pictures of the family and I'm so sad right now, but you would never be able to tell my sadness because... I don't know, dude. Santa's a white supremacist. If he comes down my chimney tonight, I'm going to blast him. Sleigh bells are here. Ding, bing, ding, here. <laughs> ding, 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 bring here. Nobody's going to listen. Why am I making a Christmas episode right now? Nobody's going to listen to this episode, episode today or tomorrow. Or maybe they will. Shout outs to you if you snuck off and you're just like laying in your closet right now, your family's house listening to this. Shout outs to you. You're a real one. I'm going to post this today on Christmas Eve while I am... Uh, I actually don't know what I've talked about on this episode when I talk about the last one because I actually recorded an episode before this, but it was uh, there was a lot of humming going on. Something was wrong with the microphone. And if you know one thing about me, uh, I am a huge audiophile. I do not like shitty audio. I don't care what the video looks like, but if the audio is shitty, I get very frustrated. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but yeah, did I make my point about bitches getting... Okay, so you get these very conservative people. They go to AmFest. And they all go, fuck at these things. And if you, It's true. I'm not making shit up. It's a big fucking orgy. AmFest is a giant orgy. Especially now, Gays Against Groomers was there. So there's a bunch of gay butt sex going on too. But shout out to those guys because at least they're not getting pregnant and then having hypocritical abortions. Charlie Kirk is responsible for all the abortions in the world just because people want to rebel against him and his dumb haircut. Who cuts that guy's hair, dude? He looks like a fucking pineapple. He looks like Squidward's, Squidward's house, even though I know SpongeBob lives in the pineapple, but he looks more like Squidward's house. Now that I think about it. Slay bells out here. God, I'm hungry already. I had my first home-cooked meal in like three weeks this morning. And I didn't know when you're on the cruise ships, I didn't know that the staff, they don't get to eat the same foods. You get all these people from these poor countries who are just working their fucking asses off. And then us fat, spoiled, rich white people are just sitting there shoving our face. Order, I would order two, two appetizers, two entrees, two desserts every single night. And I would eat like half of all of it. And, you know, so these poor people would have to just throw all this food away and they don't even get to eat it. They get to eat some other shit on like deck two. <laughs> it's not fair. Um, but yeah, cruises are fun. When I got off the cruise, I was very sad. I just wanted to get on another cruise and just keep going because I just kept making great friends. I just kept making great friends and having a good time and I guess not having to cook and stuff has been great. But I had my first, I made like an egg McMuffin earlier and it's the first thing because I've just been eating out and I've been on the road for the last week. So I've just been eating in restaurants. And then when you eat in a restaurant, of course, you order a drink. Today's the first day I haven't drank booze or eaten at a restaurant. I mean, it's only, what time is it? It's only five o'clock. So they're not still young, but I might stay up and try to wait for white supremacist Santa to walk in and bring me no gifts. Um, I did a little, it's funny, dude. So I, I've just been on one, right? I've been just raging, going out, partying, hooking up, doing a bunch of degenerate shit for the last like month. And uh, when it was finally my birthday, it was my birthday on the 22nd, I checked into this Airbnb and I was literally just, I, I, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> like I thought of booze, it sounded terrible. So on my, I did it opposite because my whole, I've been treating this whole year basically like my birthday because it's just been a great fucking year. And 2023 is going to be my year. I hate when people say, oh, it's going to be my year. But you know what? It's, it's bubbling up. I can feel it. I can feel it. The smartest thing I've ever did was leave my fucking ex-girlfriend and just go live my fucking life and find myself again. Young guys, take care of yourself because I'm going to tell you this, okay? Don't get married in your 20s and have kids in your 20s because if you take care of yourself... If you take care of yourself and have a little bit of money in your pocket in your early 30s, the fucking the college age girls are going to fucks with you because you're an older cool guy and then the MILFs are going to fucks with you because you're a young fun guy and then the girls your age who aren't married and stuff are going to fucks with you and they're just very like mature, smart and just like grown women so they're fun to be around. So the world is at your pickings, bro. The world is at your pickings. You're still in relatively good health. You know, you don't feel like a 21-year-old with just a non-hurt back and a raging boner 24-7, but you still feel good, you know? Like when I see people, this is this big argument. It's not even a big argument, but it's like when people talk to me like I'm the fucking lost idiot, I just, I don't even say anything anymore. It's like, okay, you're the you're the married person that's sick of, that's the people, the married people is like, oh, when are you going to find somebody? We need to find your girlfriend. You think I can't go find myself a fucking girlfriend? No, the best thing I ever did was move in with my ex-girlfriend and realize I don't want that. I would rather pay some chick's rent at this point than live with her full time because it just destroys the relationship. They just want to break you down, dude. 
inch by inch, they just want to break you down and strip you of all everything that makes you a man and that makes you happy. Then before you know, you're just this shell of a human standing there. Then they fucking are disgusted above you. And then they go and bang some guy like me who they verbally disagree with, but then deep down in their psyche, they like it. I don't know, dude. I just, I don't give a fuck about society anymore, dude. I don't care. And every time I feel like every time I try to grow, I just feel like somebody's just chopping at my ankles and it's my biggest pet peeve. Whenever people, this the truest thing anybody's ever told me is that everybody wants you to see, see you do good, but nobody wants to see you do better than them. And that is how you gauge who your real friends are and your family shit that cares about you is the people that are, are just unconditional love and support you no matter what you're doing. And if you're doing things that they wish they were doing, they're still happy for you. Because if I find myself, actually, I never find myself being jealous and envious anymore. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Hats off to everybody, dude. I wish you must, much success. I don't care. We're all just dying, you know? So I want people to go out there and get as rich as they can, get as many. Like when I see some dude who looks like a huge douchebag with a really hot girl, I'm like, good. I might want her, but good. At least somebody's got her, dude. There's plenty of people. Abundance mindset. You know what I'm saying? That's why I want to go to Ampfest and just fuck all those conservative girls. Because <laughs> you know, they're just there surrounded by all these either drug addicts or dorks. So when a real one shows up, um, you know, there's going to be plenty of abortions to be had because um, you know all them like their parents were too lazy to uh, teach them about sex or didn't let them get educated so now these like conservative people grow up and they just get knocked up and or do a bunch of drugs and shit because they were so sheltered from the fucking world that's the worst disservice you can do to your child is sheltering them. I'm not saying groom your kids to be weird sexual people, but also don't try to hide them from the world because they're just going to grow up and be fucking degenerates, dude, and get knocked up in Amfest because they're sheltered and they finally got some freedom. Fucking Amfest abortions, dude. Um, that's why I want to go on one of those shows like The Bachelor. I need to do some steroids so I can get swole enough to go on The Bachelor. Because I wonder how that would go when a real one shows up and, you know, while these dudes are, or the bachelorette probably. Yeah. I want to go on. Actually, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'd rather go on the bachelor because maybe me and a bunch of girls, but it'd be funnier if I went on the bachelorette. No, they'd yeah, be way funny if I was on the bachelor. I'm sorry. Cause then, um, I would just be a huge scumbag. <laughs> but even when I went on the bachelorette, you know, these guys, they're like, I think, oh, if, if I go grab this watermelon off this high beam faster than this other guy can return a, a punt, she will love me. I need to impress her. You think that's how it works? No, it doesn't. You idiots. I'm so sick of dumbing myself down for the world. I'm done dumbing myself down, dude. I don't care if I'm rude anymore. I don't care. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I am a sweet person. I'm a very nice person. I'm nice to everybody I meet. But as soon as you start dragging me into your stupidity, I'm good. It's not going to fly anymore, dude. It's done. I'm done. I don't care. I'm, why do I always say I'm, I'm always the bad guy? Somebody's always mad at me. Like I said, somebody's always chopping at my fucking ankles, dude. I'm just trying to get rich, mind my business, and live a fun life. And somebody's always chopping at my fucking ankles, dude. So stop chopping at my little boys, dude. All right. Did I talk about the troglodytes on the cruise? I think so. Did I talk about Arizona? I think so. By the way, Arizona's got some real thick milfs, and Santa's not going to be the only one coming tonight. Um, what else? I don't know, dude. That's it. That's it for this podcast. How about that for a Christmas episode, huh? 
Was that heartwarming? Was that as heartwarming as your church service this morning? I hope so. I hope so because it is Christmas and that is what matters is that we spend time with family, that you get reconnected with your faith or something, and that you have a beautiful, beautiful couple days with your fam. Hopefully you don't have to work for that slave driving place you work at while you call people like me fucking losers, even though you work for a guy like me. But anyways, you guys take care of yourselves. I love y'all. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. Um, and this will probably be the last podcast of the year. And when I say probably, probably most definitely will be because I'm probably going to be going to Colorado for the new year. So I need to drive to Texas within the next couple days, drop off my car and then fly up to Colorado. So I'm not going to be bad. It's I'm busy, bro. Okay. I'm busy. Hate me. I don't care. All right. Don't hate the player. Hate the, 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 the white supremacist Santa. All right. Peace out. Love y'all. Merry Christmas. True story. I used to hate Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. A half of a brick told me feed my family. I took it to the hood and I dropped it in the sink. Then I whipped it into a whole thing. Jumped off the porch early, man, it was 93 I had old hoes on my dick when I was 13 On the second day of Christmas, I bought an MC Super Sport and I sat it on G's Wow, so many niggas had to paint that bitch green I'm the Grinch that stole Christmas, a nigga ask about me On the third day of Christmas, my old sent to me Ten milk jug full of pills and like 80 bells a week On the fourth day, said fuck that shit went on the spree I got niggas still won't pay back for shit did in no three It's five with the fuck you on the fifth and on the sixth On the seventh day of Christmas, got a new drum for the stick Shit, find it now. Let me find it in. Yeah. Fuck it. On the eighth day of Christmas, I got into a beef. I did. Ninth day of Christmas, they begging me for peace. They did. Tenth day of Christmas, they calling the police. Hell. Niggas trying to stop it, but they started it with me. Nope. Reynolds called a house, they gon' terminate the lease. No. Eleventh day of Christmas, put our shit out on the streets. Twelfth day of Christmas, got my mama losing sleep. It might be Christmas to you, but just another day to me. 